This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, welcome to Garibaldi Reds, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. I'm Max Sage, your host, and with you live for the next 20 minutes to discuss the eagerly anticipated clash under the lights tomorrow night against Spurs Forest v Tottenham Hotspur as Brennan Johnson makes his return to the city ground in front of the TV cameras. A huge game for Forest and a difficult one too. Uh, to discuss uh, the preview with me and more, I am joined by, first of all, Forest fan and broadcaster George Butler. George, good to see you. How are you? I'm good, Max. How are you? Thanks for having me on. You, I'm, you're welcome, mate. I'm very good. Uh, this is a nice break from essay writing. It's been a, a, a week of university deadlines, so I'm looking forward to talk football uh, for the next 20 minutes. Also joining us is Seb Jenkins from the opposition side. He's the editor of the Spurs web. He covers Spurs home and away. Seb, good to see you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'm, uh, I'm excited to, to chat some football. Yes, definitely. Uh, George, let's start with you then, because Brennan returns on Friday night. That adds a little bit of it into the mix, as well as Steve Cooper, as ever under pressure, which seems like he's on this one game kind of rolling basis so far. Um, what have you made to the pressure that, that Cooper's found himself under George and, and we come off the back of a, of a decent point away at Wolves? But how big a game is this on Friday night, do you think? Well, it's a huge game. I mean, it feels like we've been here before. As you said, it's the sort of the uh, the carousel of pressure that Cooper is constantly under. I I listen. I mean, I'm you know like many Forest fans. Um, I think it's I think it's quite unfair to be perfectly honest, and um, I don't think it really does does the team and any good that kind of constant threat of you know is it, who's going, who's staying, what's 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 round the corner. Um, so look it's the nature of of the premier league it's certainly the nature of the of of you know the 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 forest leadership as well but um i personally don't think it does any particular favors to to the, to the team obviously it, it we saw the other day um you know the the team that got picked really went out there and especially in the second half they seemed to really be fighting 
um, for, for Cooper. So uh, there is that kind of flip, flip, flip side to it in which the players are going out there knowing that in order to, in order to keep their manager, they need to go and put a really good performance out there on the pitch because it does feel like a bad result is the excuse needed to get rid of Cooper. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it certainly could see Steve Cooper um, gone from his job, especially if it's anything like we saw away at Fulham with that 5-0 thrashing. We are live on YouTube and Facebook, Garibaldi Red and Nottingham Forest News. So if you want to get your comments in, that would be greatly appreciated. And uh, you can put them to the panel as well uh, of George, Seb, or if you've got a question even for me, and we will answer those in the next 20 minutes or so. Seb, from the Spurs perspective, this is a big game for Forest. It's an bigger game for Spurs too. Uh, there's no easy game in the Premier League, but this is a game that, that Spurs, from from your perspective, I, I guess will we'll be targeting as a win and, and after turning it around with that kind of poor form you found yourselves in, similar to Forest, although not that bad. Uh, and now, um, you know, you, you, you come to the City ground on, on Friday night after a 4-1 a thrashing over Newcastle, really. How can you see it going? Yeah, I mean, with Postacoglu at the minute, I think every game he sets up to win, uh, regardless of who it's against. So I, I think it's going to be one being on a Friday night, I think always seems to just be this this melting pot for a really, really great game in the Premier League. Um, and yeah, I think we're just going to have two teams that are, that are pretty open and attacking uh, at their best. Uh, so yeah, I reckon we're going to see a fair few goals, hopefully. Uh, under the lights, which should be uh, really, really good. Yeah, and definitely. And remember, sorry, I was on mute then. Uh, and remember, if you want to get your um, predictions in for the game or any comments, uh, you can do so by commenting on YouTube and Facebook. George, in terms of kind of the actual game on Friday night, this will be a game that, that Forrest, you know, the under the lights, the atmosphere, the fans right right behind Cooper, most likely. I think we'll see great support of him because this could be a game, like you said, if we lose, it's maybe an excuse to to pull the trigger on on, on Steve Cooper. So maybe the fans will, will see this as a farewell. How important do you think it is for Forrest to get back to winning ways, not just in general, but also in at the city ground? Because we've seen last season how important the city ground was to making sure... Um, you know, that Forrest could pick up points and, and ensure Premier League survival. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely vital. I mean, we've seen this season, to be fair, a marked improvement in how we play away from home. I mean, obviously, it couldn't have got much worse from how it was last season. Um, but we're so much more solid. We seem to kind of be have a little bit more of, a, of, a, of our wits about us when we're away and play a bit more sensibly. So I don't think we're going to rely on our home form like we did last season, where, where it literally was the sole reason we stayed up. But at the same time, in the Premier League, you have to be strong at home. And I think we're going to really obviously need to, to pick up the majority of our points there this season. And that this is the, this is the sort of game last, last season where on paper, we're kind of going into it thinking we haven't really got much of a shot, but let's see what happens. And, you know, how often last year, whether it was the Arsenal game, the, the point against City, the Liverpool win, did we go into the City ground games against one of the big teams thinking, I'm not sure about this. And in that crowd, that atmosphere, the players kind of really just grinding out a, a, a victory or a point. And I'm hoping tomorrow we can have more of the same. Um, I think, I think, you know, the atmosphere is going to be it's going to be special tomorrow. I think it will be, as you say, there is, um, 
you know, a lot of love out there uh, still for Cooper. And I think people are slightly realistic that who knows how many games he may have left at the city ground. So I think it, it will be a special atmosphere and being a, on a Friday night, as I've said, is, is always, is always good uh, in the Premier League. Yeah, and also something more to add to it as well with Brennan Johnson making his return. George, do you think that's a player that, that Forrest have missed oh. recently? Um, you know, creativity-wise, there's, there's a cry out amongst fans in, in, in the terraces for having that player that can almost be the link between midfield and, and the final third. And, and Brennan really was that for us, wasn't he? I mean, I, I don't think we, we could have missed a player more, to be perfectly honest. And I know last season... Some people felt like he didn't do enough or didn't feel like he was involved enough. But I think we're all looking at the team now. And, and look, we brought in some decent replacements. It's totally not knocking um, the wingers that we brought in. They're good. They're, they're decent players and, and they've done a pretty good job. But the difference in his quality is, you know, when, when he's when he's not there this season is so marked. I mean, even for Gibbs White, for example, he hasn't got that outlet that he had every single time that he picked up the ball it was like where was Brennan and it wasn't just getting the ball to Brennan it was knowing that when the ball uh, was at Brennan's feet he was going to do something that's the thing he always produced that moment of magic even if he didn't touch the ball for an hour he would always produce that assist or he'd get that goal or he'd have that shot would win the corner for and score from and I think we've really 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 missed that because actually even when you're not playing well to have a player of that quality always threatening always being able to create something is a huge huge loss and I think we've really really missed him and it's you know it's it's not a surprise and obviously we we all know the reasons why we had to sell him um but I mean I've missed watching him play as well he's he's such an exciting player to watch because he's so quick and I'm sure Seb's been enjoying him um you know playing for Tottenham um but I miss watching him and I hope he gets and I'm pretty sure he will get an amazing reception tomorrow evening yeah Seb how has he how has he settled into Spurs kind of judging from watching him on the TV and, and, and watching him play is is that he seems like he's settled in quite well is he enjoying life at, at Tottenham yeah I, I think he's getting to that point now I, I think he struggled maybe a little bit at the very start as as players do when they kind of make a bit of a step up in the Premier League um he was kind of in and out of the team with Rich Hartlison and him alternating on the left um he picked up an injury as well but I think his game against Newcastle last time out I think was the best 90 minutes that we've seen from him he was just unplayable you guys know how fast he is uh playing him off the right side now which I think is where he'll probably start against you guys um yeah he's just he knocks the ball past them and just goes um so yeah I think he's really really starting to hit his stride now um in the new team playing in kind of a new system under Postacoglu but uh yeah it's great to hear the glowing reviews from you guys when he's really gets to his peak as well yeah, definitely. And he was a great servant for Forrest as well, kind of coming through the academy and, and being loyal to us during the bad seasons and the good ones, of course, ultimately with promotion. Dan says in the comments, which defender would you put on Brennan? George, I suppose that's a question that kind of nicely falls on you, really. Um, who who would you be putting out of that Forrest, whether we play a back five again or, or Forrest go um, for the classic kind of Cooper back four? I think we will play a back five. Um, I think we play pretty well in that second half midweek and I think we will uh, use that back five to hopefully slightly combat that Spurs system with the pace on, on the wings and obviously Brennan being a part of that. Um, so I think 
obviously the the left-sided center back is going to play a big role um in that space that Brennan can get into in behind. So I think that's going to be a really important position uh, in terms of marking Brennan. Um in terms of the 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 left the left wing back, well I think you know Toff's had a great great you know few weeks few months and i think he's been one of the players that has really put it out there and left everything on the pitch bit of a cliche but he has and he really wants you know we saw it in that interview he did after the game uh obviously he got the goal he almost got a second goal he really wants to be on that pitch at the moment and it feels like he's really fighting for the managers so it's a no-brainer that he'll he'll be on there i think obviously he's not got the pace that brennan's got um but He's played against them a lot in training, no doubt. And hopefully he'll be able to bring some of that into the game. Um, but, you know, there's threats all over that front line from, from Spurs. And obviously, uh, whilst Brennan is an incredible player and we all know all about him, I'm probably slightly more worried uh, about Son through the middle. Me too. Uh, keep, your comments, <laughs> keep your comments coming on YouTube. Uh, Toby says, of course, we miss Johnson, but the fee made it very hard uh, to turn down. Uh, Marty says, uh, put Toffolo in on the defender for Brennan, as discussed then just by George. Uh, DJ Tone says, Johnson has been playing on the left, so Nico will have to pick him up if he plays. And then Barry finally saying that Murillo is showing he is the best transfer for Forrest. Um, Seb, from that kind of Spurs perspective, George just mentioned there, Son, he was in kind of fitness and, and, and injury doubts, but did start against Newcastle and had a great game um, in the 4-1 win. How dangerous is he for Tottenham? And kind of how well has he done under Postacoglu? Not only has the whole squad done well for Tottenham this season so far, but it seems like Postacoglu is really getting the best out of him. Yeah, I think giving him the captain's armband as well, he's really stepped up uh, since Kane left. Um I think at times he, he can get lost a little bit in that central role. He's not he's not your typical number nine that's going to hold the ball up and bring others into play like Kane used to do for us. Um, but he actually played off the left against Newcastle with Richarlison up front. And I thought Son looked like a different player, like the, the son of old, uh, just taking the ball, going up against Trippier one-on-one and just getting past him every single time. Uh, so I reckon... You guys will probably have to contend with Sun on the left and Rich Allison up front again come uh, tomorrow night. That sounds uh, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> Optimistic as ever now. Thanks, Seb. Um, but in terms of the job that Poster Coglu's done, Seb, for me, he's, he's such a likeable manager, similar to Cooper, speaks very well to the press and, and just seems really like the fans love him at, at Tottenham, but also fans at other clubs seem seem to love him. Just, just how good is a job? Has he done for Spurs this season? Yeah, I mean, he's transformed the club completely in a matter of what, four or five months. Um, I think when, with the greatest respect to them as well as managers, but when you're coming off the back of Conte, Mourinho and Nuno, we were so starved of attacking football and exciting football. Uh, so he's come in and just shaken the club up, giving the fans what they want but it actually looks to be a very sustainable and and progressive model. Um, so, yeah, I think we're just loving life at the minute, just game to game, not too fussed about the results at the minute, but, yeah, just enjoying watching Tottenham play proper football again. Seems like Forrest might need to get back to that as well, George. I mean, in terms of the the football that, that Steve Cooper is playing at the minute, and, and we mentioned there against Wolves, he, he changed it again and, and he's struggling to find that 
consistency in the Forest squad at the minute. And we, we touched on it here at, on the Garibaldi Red as well um, after the Wolves game about the team selections. Do you think, George, that, that Cooper's got such a difficult job because of the sheer amount of players in the squad and almost it's so hard to find that cons- consistency when one week he'll field a team and, and we go and lose 5-0 to Fulham and then he'll field a completely different team and we actually have quite a solid performance against Wolves. It's, it's so hard for a manager to actually find that consistency, isn't it? Yeah, I think last season we obviously really struggled in the first, what was it? It was kind of the first month, two months maybe in finding yeah. the best team and then we found it. Probably a bit before Christmas we found it and then we were fairly consistent with the team that we put out you know, barring the injuries, etc. He seems to have really struggled to have found his team. Um, and it is understandable, obviously, a lot of additional players. I think obviously we're now seeing a, a team that's being put out which has a lot more of of last season's um players in the starting eleven. And it seems to be the team that is performing a little bit stronger. So I think there probably is, listen, yeah, at the end of the day, in, in, in the kind of the football environment, I'm sure there is a lot of pressure from above to place certain players when you've spent a lot of money on them or when you brought them in, in the, you know, in the first place at all. Um, however, I, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure that too many of the players we brought in in the summer have been an improvement on the team that, that started at the end of last season. I think the other big thing is obviously without a, without you know a, our, our main man up top i think we really really struggle with a lack of quality depth in that you know forward position and that's why i do think the kind of the pressure on on cooper is extra harsh because it's it's very very difficult in in the premier league to to get results when you haven't got a you know a, a really decent quality striker up top so you know, I I I I think that that's a big ch- a big challenge, and and you know, no matter who you're playing behind him, we're always going to slightly struggle for goals. Yeah, Steve Cooper had his press conference earlier today. Our very own Sarah Clapson was there, and uh, she told me Cooper was pretty happy. He seemed like his usual self, and he said that Taiwo was still having a positive impact on the Forest squad despite being on the sidelines for what will probably be another few months. Um, Seb. In terms of, of, of kind of again from from that Spurs perspective, do you think this is a game that that Tottenham fans will be targeting? As I don't like to use the word easy three points because there is no easy game as discussed earlier in the Premier League. But this is a game that surely you'll be coming to the City Ground on Friday night and and, and hoping for for a good win. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, there's no easy wins um, up until last week against Newcastle. We've gone five without a win, so. I don't. I think it would be stupid to just rule Nottingham Forest out completely. Um, typically, this season, even in those five that we that we couldn't buy a win, uh, the first kind of 20, 25 minutes, we were just all over the opposition. Uh, probably should have gone two, three up in every single one of those games. Uh, so yeah, I think if you grind out those first twenty minutes uh, and you're still at nil nil, uh, then yeah, I, I think you've got every every shout at getting like a win let alone a draw um yeah the, this Tottenham team's got a lot of injuries at the minute there's a lot of areas to get at I think and with Postacoglu and the way that he plays there are gaps at the back uh especially if you've got pace up top so yeah I, I think it's just going to be a really really open game and it depends which team plays at maybe 100% and which team plays at 90% um but it's going to be exciting I think 
you think Forrest will try and try and target those gaps, George? And I suppose Cooper, being being the man he is, will try and get a game plan that that can really take the game um, to Spurs, really. And and I think the the biggest thing for Forrest would actually be to to start well um, and probably get an early goal to kind of get the crowd behind them. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, the I mean, the only thing on that we have had a, a bit of a tendency this season to score that early goal and then really sit back like from an early, early stage where it's like, come on, keep. So I, I, I am slightly cautious about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he's going to probably pick a very similar team um, to, to last week. I think it will be a team that's going to be fighting and scrapping. I think Yates will be in there obviously with, with Nico and Toffolo. And I think they you know, I think it's going to be full of players that are going to really be fighting and scrapping and working, working hard. So I think we are going to be, you know, out, out, out you know, from the blocks and really um, putting pressure on Spurs from, an, from, from the first minute. Um, and then I think it's all about, you know, who he picks up top. I think that's maybe where he might change it, whether he wants to bring, Hudson Adoy and kind of look to play three up top or whether he sticks with the two. Um, but clearly, no matter which direction he goes, we've got pace. And that's something that we kind of have been looking at over the last few weeks, isn't it? Playing that early ball and kind of really looking to get our, our quick players in behind. So I'm sure that will probably be a trend that we see again um, tomorrow night. Yeah, Seb, just finally then, how can you actually see the game going overall? Predictions from, from a Spurs point of view? Uh, well, I'll be wary seeing as it's a Forest podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's I'm all right, mate. Go... You can say what you want. <laughs> I I would hope that Tottenham are going to get the win. Uh, I'm really I'm hoping that the Newcastle win is kickstarting some kind of run of good form again. Uh, so I think earlier today I predicted three one Tottenham. So I'll stick with that. Yeah, and certainly that result could probably see the pressure mount on Steve Cooper. Richard asked earlier, do you think that Cooper will go if we lose? And there's quite a few comments as well coming in about Steve Cooper. Uh, one here from Marty saying, my only concern about Cooper is that he has these better players, but he doesn't know or hasn't figured out yet how to utilise them. Has he, Max? Do you think he has got better players? Do you think he I has? He, there are a few. I've not, you know, I'm sure there are, there's a couple for sure but do you think he has got a significantly better squad this season genuine I think, question I think I think on paper George that you could argue that Forest squad is better than last season you know we've spent what 50 million on Sangari record transfer fee but I think the problem that that Forest find I'm sure you agree at the minute George I think I think it's more that consistency than ever and getting the best out of those players I actually agree with Marty I think the likes of Gibbs White haven't been at his best recently Hudson Adoy albeit he's been obviously you know a little bit injury prone recently the same with Alanga do you think then George kind of from your point of view that that Forrest have actually had a better squad on paper last season no probably probably not I think that the only thing I would say is is the the the, the Brennan factor in which I touched upon earlier, is that he could pull a rabbit out of the hat when we were playing well, when he wasn't playing well, when, you know, everything seemed against us. And it's like, oh, he's just taken on a player, crossed it in, and, and Taiwo's knocked it in and we scored. So I think losing that is significant. I don't think we've signed a player nearly as good as as Brennan. Um, I think obviously we spent a lot of money on Sangara. We, I, I mean, I, we haven't... I'm really, really hoping we haven't seen the best of him yet. That's for sure. Um but we all know that it can be really difficult to jump straight into the Premier League and all of a sudden, you know, and look look like a, a multi-million pound player. So let's obviously give 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 that time. But um, I think we've signed some 
you know, really good players. I think we've clearly signed an incredible centre-back, Marino. Um, but I don't think the squad is so much better. I, I think the goal, we haven't got, a, you know, our goalkeepers last year were better. Um, we had a brilliant, you know, we had a, some, some, uh, we had a, you know, a, 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 probably a very similar defence um, to last year, but we've obviously lost a great left-back. Um, you know, Aurier's not as fit as he was last year. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I, I, I think I, I don't, I don't think the squad. I think the squad is better. I think the starting eleven arguably isn't. That that be my take on it. But I can see how you could argue either way. Yeah, and I think one thing that we do lack, George, and you look at from Seb's perspective, a Tottenham squad where it has an abundance of players that that can change games and and come off the the bench. Yeah. Forest Forest don't have that at the minute, do they, George? And and, and even the likes of Alanga and Hudson Odoi, who of course were signed on on a bit of a cheaper option to replace Brennan, they even haven't been performing to the best of their ability at the minute, or at least what we could potentially see from them as well. I mean, Alanga would be the most incredible sub. He would be the most incredible sub. You could imagine a centre back seventy minutes in thinking. Oh no! We saw it at the Arsenal not. game. Yeah, we saw it at do the not Arsenal. put him on. He would tear me apart. He's going to absolutely outrun me. They're going to. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's been forced to start every single game, so we haven't been able to see him come off the bench. So I, yeah, I think I mean you, you know, you're obviously right. We we do lack, we do lack really class quality attacking options coming on from the bench and just making a difference. And that's a big factor. And we've seen it quite a few times where we've we've lost goals and we've kind of not been able to to make an impact in the final third of the game. And yeah, I mean I do think I do think going in, in attacking positions we we lack that depth. Yeah. Uh, Ian says smiles better this season in terms of I guess he's talking about the squad on paper. Just needs to get them played in the right positions. If we get Nino uh Nino and play three at the back and wing back, Sangari must fit in front of the three in a diamond and in front of these three. Ian, it sounds like you could probably uh, go for the forest job if Cooper does uh, does get the sack. I mean, this is the sad thing, isn't it, George? And and I'll come to you in a minute, Seb, as well, from from your perspective of of Steve Cooper at Forest is that it seems like he's on this kind of one-game rolling rolling basis. Do you think that if Forrest lose on Friday night, tomorrow, that he could possibly be gone? And do you think it would, would be the right decision to get rid of him? Um, two different answers. First one, yes, I think he probably will go. It. I mean, if, if reports are accurate, then he's clearly it's on a knife edge. And obviously it sounds like a good excuse to say goodbye would be the, the 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 way the club wants to go. Um, clearly, if we win, it's very very difficult to get rid of him. And if you keep going on a winning roll, it's difficult to. But I mean, there, there was a story earlier today, um, which you, you've no doubt read, in which it it. It was saying this isn't sustainable. We can't we can't go on little runs where we get a decent amount of points, and it's like okay, he's okay for now, and then we go on a you know a run and we lose three or four games, which is going to happen in the Premier League, and then every single time it's like oh he's, his job's at risk. It's not sustainable. You need to either move on or you need to go look. We can make this work, and it's this is our man. Um, I the, the the second part about would I be was it was would it be sad to see him go? Do I think it's it would be fair to see him go? No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, the job that he did to get us up, say no more. The job that he did to keep us up last year, you know, absolutely incredible. Um, and look, we're not even in the relegation zone. We've had a really bad run, obviously, but you've got to look at it as a beyond just these little tiny, you know, micro trends. You've got to look at it as a season so far. We're still out of the relegation zone. And I, I don't believe there are that many Forest fans out there that truly believe we 
uh, as a team, especially with the injuries we've had in four positions, are a team that should be in the top half of the Premier League or even near the top half. Like The reality of our situation is right now, staying in the Premier League for another season, unless we get a, have a full, um, you know, unless we have no injuries and we've got a, a full strength squad. In my eyes, staying in the Premier League would be, you know, a job well done. And right now we're, we're out of the relegation zone. So I think it would be, you know, a ridiculous decision to get rid of him. Um, but would I be surprised? Absolutely not. Yeah, certainly with it being kind of a results-driven basis um, as well, uh, business as well. Seb, in terms of your perspective, watching Cooper and and watching Forrest in the Premier League last season and, of course, this season for, for the second season, Tottenham have had numerous managers similar to Forrest constantly changing. Would you think it would be a silly decision for Forrest to get rid of, of Cooper given a bad result against Spurs tomorrow? I, I don't know if this is the game to make the decision on um like you said like you're still you like five clear of the relegation zone at the minute i i just think after all he's been through with the club and after all he's done for the club he probably deserves a little bit longer uh at least get him to halfway through the season and, and see where you're at um like i have been expecting for us to kind of kick on a bit more um but you've got to wonder like if you get rid of him who is going to come in and are they going to do a better job than someone that's been there so long and knows the club so well. Um, I don't know. I, I just in football in general, especially the Premier League, I think clubs could sometimes do themselves a favour by giving a manager the benefit of the doubt for a little bit longer, uh, rather than just always giving into the pressure and getting rid at the first sign of trouble. Um, so yeah, I, I hope he stays regardless of what the result is this weekend. And we saw that last season, Seb. We saw last season the teams stuck with their manager were the teams that in the end stayed up. And, yep. you know, that's that's a lesson that I feel like if we ignore, we might regret, Max. Yeah, finally then, George, your prediction for tomorrow night. Um... I mean, you know, Spurs' form has been a bit all over the place over the last month or so, so it's really hard to predict. But obviously following that victory the other night... Um, it, it, it could go one way or the other. They could absolutely kill us and it could be 3-4-1. I think there's goals in it no matter what. Or it might just be one of those city ground nights that, you know, everything kind of goes our way. We get a bit lucky and we end up winning 2-1. Um, honestly, I think I think given the, the way Spurs have been playing, I think I might, I might copy seven, go 3-1 Spurs. I know that's being really, really negative. Um, but, you know, I would, I would love it. I would love it if we could nick something. What, what gonna, do you think, Max? What do you think? I'm, 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 I'm going to be positive and, and, and say I've just seen a comment actually from Jordan that says Forrest are going to win one nil. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with one nil. But I also think a bad performance and a bad defeat for Forrest, if it was in the case of, of a three-one loss, like you just said, then George, I think that could sadly be the end of Steve Cooper. But given the results and given the pressure he's under, you can't, you, you can't really say it hasn't been coming. So fingers that crossed. That was a really negative response for me. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go, we're going to win. Come on, George. We're going to, we're going to win 2-1. There we go. I've changed. Yeah, come on. A bit of positivity. All right. I apologise. Exactly. We've been, well, and a lot of Forest fans have said that we've been positive on this podcast. So let's keep the positivity going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. That is all from us. We will see you on Saturday morning after the Forest game for a chat about the game uh, against Tottenham. And of course, we'll keep you updated with whatever happens on Steve Cooper if Forest lose. We'll then see you next week for our main episode as well. Thank you, George, for joining us. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Max, for having me. 
You're welcome. You're most welcome. Seb, thank you. Have a, well, I was going to say enjoy tomorrow, but, but don't enjoy it too much. <laughs> I'll enjoy the game at least. <laughs> yes. Maybe not the result. <laughs> you never know. Uh, thanks for tuning in as always. Thanks for your comments on this edition of Garibaldi Red. Remember to drop us a like and leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and subscribe and follow on YouTube. We will see you next time. Have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye.